Welcome to the Woman Unleashed podcast. I am your host and coach, Kelly Kristen, and my mission is to have every woman know her worth, speak her truth, and unleash the fierce feminine power within to live life in full expression. If you are wanting to experience more joy, pleasure, deeper connection to your femininity, sensuality, and spirituality, you are in the right place. This podcast will give you the tools and guidance you need to transform yourself and life from the inside out. I am so happy to have you here. Now, get ready to unleash. Hello, all of my beautiful sisters and wonderful human beings, light beings, spiritual, wondrous things that you all are. Can you tell that I am feeling all of the love today? And I feel like I have finally started to feel the magic of the holiday season that is upon us. And I hope that you are feeling it too. And actually, I just got this little divine inspiration that I need to remind you that last year at this time, I recorded a podcast episode about setting boundaries during the holiday season. So if you're somebody who is like, "Eh, maybe you're not that excited about the holidays, maybe you don't have the best family dynamics, something like that, go back and listen to that episode. I think it might literally be called how to set boundaries during the holidays or something like that, but it's just about um, a year ago. So go back and listen to that if you're feeling maybe a little eh about the holidays or you just kind of want to revisit what a boundary even is inside of your body and all of the magical things that boundaries can do for you because boundaries are your best friend if you let them be, if you enforce them, if you live your life based on what your internal yes and your internal no is, it's kind of really fucking magic. So that's that. And today I'm so excited because I want to talk to you about a recent experience that I had in Mexico. So I just got back from Mexico for Thanksgiving. Um, Me and my beloved decided that we wanted to just escape America for Thanksgiving, get out of here and um, just go experience some some life and do some things that we had never done before. So one of those things that we decided to do was scuba diving. Now, let's talk about that for a second because I think maybe a lot of you probably listening to this have been scuba diving and some of you probably have never been scuba diving. And I'm just going to give you totally what my experience was and why, why it's relevant to life because one... I am not a huge being inside the ocean person, which is funny because I grew up in South Florida. I've literally lived on the beach like my whole life, Um, lived on the beach. I love the beach. I love the ocean, but not being inside of it, like being inside of it. I just have somewhat irrational fears around not even fears really, because I think at the base of it, it's really like I just feel that that is not my place to be like there's a lot of animals and creatures and all of these things in the ocean that belong there but I don't really belong there so I wonder if any of you can resonate with that feeling where it's like this is beautiful and I do like it but it just doesn't feel right for me to be here that's almost how I feel about being inside of the ocean. But anyway, we wanted to go scuba diving because there's this really cool underwater art museum um, off the coast of Isla Mujeres. And 
so cool. One of those things that's like, you just have to experience this, you know? So we're not scuba certified. In Mexico, you don't have to be scuba certified. <laughs> they basically just talk about the tank, talk about a few things that you need to do, put you in the pool, make you do a couple things, and they're like, okay, you're good to go. Now, I'm in the pool, and mind you, I have to be on my knees. They put like a weighted vest on you. I have to be on my knees. It's not even a deep pool, okay? It's like three feet, so you have to be on your knees to be totally underwater. Do the things that we're supposed to do, but in my mind, I am freaking out inside of this pool, okay? Like, freaking out because you put the thing inside of your mouth and you're breathing but in my head I could not it was like almost like there was this disconnect in my head between I'm not able to breathe underwater and breathing through your mouth and it was just such a weird feeling that my head was like this is not possible this is not possible how is this happening and then me trying to regulate my nervous system to be like you're okay you're okay you're okay like nothing's happening you literally can just stand up on your feet and be out of this water but i was just having such a freak out attack over this so i do the things and he's like oh you did great this is so good you know you're gonna be great no worries i'm gonna get the stuff ready we're gonna all go soon and you guys, <laughs> I was freaking the fuck out. I'm like, how is this safe? I'm not safe. This is not possible. I don't know what I'm doing. How am I? I can barely get under a foot of water in the in the pool. How am I going to get in the ocean? Right? Like, this is just the, the story that kept playing in my head, kept playing in my head. And, you know, here we are. We've already paid all the money for the scuba diving we're, we're supposed to be going on two dives out in the ocean there's like it's not just us like we have our own guide but there's groups of people going on the boat and I'm like I don't want to get on the boat I don't want to do the thing I don't even want to do it and I'm just freaking out and I was terrified and I just had this moment where I sat I was sitting with myself and I was like Kelly you are a subconscious mind practitioner practice practice what you preach all of the time so I want to tell you what I did to go from absolutely panicking, like this is such a fear of mine, to being able to not do one, but two dives in the ocean, okay? One, I want to say too that this was even more of a fear of mine because I have this thing where I have this memory of almost drowning when I was maybe four years old. Um and it's funny because if my, I remember telling my mom about it. She's like, what? You were literally in the pool for two seconds. I went and grabbed you. <laughs> but in my four-year-old mind, I was drowning. Nobody was coming to save me. I was going to die, right? So there's that memory that I have that was absolutely horrifying. And two, I had really, really bad asthma when I was younger. So not being able to breathe is just the thought of that to me is really just triggering and it brings up a lot of bad associations that I had growing up. So there was a lot of layers to this fear and I definitely, so taking all that into consideration, I kind of was just prepping my body being like, okay, I understand that you have these fears, but they're not now. Right now you're safe. So I started thinking about all of the people that go scuba diving all of the time and how they're all perfectly safe, how everybody else is getting on that boat and how they're all safe and that basically nothing is going to go wrong. I started dialoguing with myself because the words that we tell ourselves are so important, guys. Like I cannot emphasize this enough, how you talk to yourself, the words that you are using, 
will influence your reality. So I was sitting there thinking and obsessing about how nervous I was and all of these things that could possibly go wrong. And I flipped it. I started saying, I'm so excited. How beautiful is it that I'm going to be able to go see an underwater museum that is so magnificent, so pretty. I just started getting myself excited about it versus totally freaking out. Then I decided to do a Psych K balance on myself. So Psych K, you've heard me talk about it a few times on here before, no doubt, is a really great way to... Um, implant new beliefs. It's also a really, really good way to de-stress yourself from a highly stressful situation. It's a really good way to heal anxiety and panic attacks uh, and things like that. Because basically when we're having a feeling and, and, you know, maybe this is you, if you have fear of being on an airplane or fear of being in small places or, or whatever it is, we can actually use Psych K to get rid of that fear. Because basically when you're experiencing this overwhelming fear of those kind of situations you're only working with one side of your brain essentially like one side of your brain is overactive and the way to get out of that the way to relieve the stress and that that stress response around it is to get yourself in a whole brain posture and that's what psyche does for us it gets us into a whole brain posture so basically we now have a whole brain connection. That means both of our hemispheres are seeing this and we're seeing it from all angles rather than one and we're able to de-stress the situation. I hope that that makes sense, but it's pretty much immediate. So after I was able to start positively dialoguing with myself where I was like, this is amazing. I'm so excited. What a privilege that I get to do this. This is so incredible. I did the Psych K balance. I was able to really get myself into a place where I could deep breathe, just take nice deep breaths. And then I, you know, just sat in a beautiful meditative state for a little while and prepared myself to go down and do the thing. Now, as soon as I got into the water, into the ocean now, I was, again, a little bit nervous, but I just said, you know what? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This is amazing. This is beautiful. I'm totally safe. This is so good. And I just kept repeating that to myself over and over again. This is so amazing. I'm so happy. I'm so excited. And I went down the line and was able to do the first dive really with no issues. Like it was great. It was beautiful. Uh, I got to see such amazing, amazing structures. I mean, gosh, it was wonderful. Came back up. Um, It was totally fine. Great. Now we're going down for the second dive. And the second dive now was in a wreath. A wreath. Well, it's Christmas time. Maybe it was a wreath. It's a wreath. So there's tons of schools of fish and all kinds of animal life and everything happening. So we go down for the second dive. And the second dive, they actually put on a different um, vest than I had the first time. And it was a little bit big. Um, My breather thing. I can't even remember what it's called. (laughs) That shows you how good I am at scuba. My breather thing was making funny noises. Um, I didn't feel as safe. So here I am in the second dive. My vest is a little bit too heavy. It's a little bit big. It's kind of pulling me in funny ways. My oxygen tank, um, not the oxygen tank, but the breather thing is making funny noises. And I am totally in my head, guys. Like it is a battle. It is a battle in my mind where I'm like, I just want to leave. I just want to get up. I just want to leave. I just want to, I want this to be over. I want this to stop. And it was over and over again in my mind. I wanted it to stop. I wanted to get up. I wanted, 
you know, to not be doing this. I started looking around and having that feeling of seeing all these fish. And it was funny, this pretty big fish just kind of floated right in front of my face as I was standing at the bottom of the ocean. And he just kind of looked at me and I got this feeling of he was looking at me like, what are you doing here? Like, just kind of gave me the strange, odd, odd little glance like, hmm that's weird. What are you doing down here? And I <laughs> felt that. I'm like, what am I doing down here? Um, and it was just, it was really a battle for me to remind myself, you're okay. You're safe. All is good. All is well. And while I was down there, I just, I remember thinking like I could easily go up. I could press the little button on my life jacket and it would float and I would float to the top and, and this could just be over. It could just be done. But I had made the decision ahead of time that I was going to do the second dive. I could have not done the second dive. I could have said, you know what? The first dive was great, but it's not really my thing. I don't want to do the second dive. But I decided that I was going to do the second dive. So damn it, I was down there. I was going to do the second dive. And I told myself in my mind, stop it. You are here. You are doing this dive and you are fine. And no matter what else my mind told me, no matter how many times I wanted to get up, no matter how many times I wanted to stop, no matter what was happening, I told myself that I was finishing that dive. And that is exactly what I did. Now, afterwards, I really started reflecting on where else in my life am I saying that I'm going to do things and then giving up, right? Like, I didn't have a choice being in that water. There was no way that I couldn't not breathe through that thing and not do those things that I need to do. That's how I was going to survive, right? I couldn't be like, I don't want to use this this life jacket. I don't want to use this. No, I had to use that. That's what I was given. I had to use it. I had to breathe and I had to keep going. If I didn't keep going and if I didn't keep breathing, you know, I could have been really badly hurt in that scenario. But I had, I just had to do it no matter what the circumstances were. I just had to do it. But how much do we do that or not do that in our own life? I want you to think about your life. Really, I want you to think about your life and where do you say that you're going to do things, but where do you give up at the first sign of resistance? Where do you say that you're going to do things, but then throw in a different circumstance than what you thought or what you, you know, you had this idea of what something was going to be and it's totally different. Do you give up and stop or do you do what you say you were going to do? Because I've certainly talked a lot about deciding and the concept of deciding, you know, when you decide to do something and it's done right? It's just, it just is. And this experience for me, honestly, really gave me this almost tangible real life idea of what it means to actually decide and have to do something no matter what, right? Like I've definitely said this before, like, you know, you decide to be successful and you know that you're going to be successful no matter what. And it's because you keep going no matter what, because you've made that decision. So the success is there. It's inevitable. It's there, right? Just like I knew I was going to finish that dive no matter what. And all of the discomfort and all the things, anything that was happening, I was going to finish that dive. Now, think about your life and where do you need to make the decision that no matter what, you're going to do that thing, whatever it is. And realize that deciding to do it means that you got to do it and you got to do it full on, full force, 
and not quit, no matter how uncomfortable it is, no matter what your head says, no matter all the excuses, no matter all the things that feel very, very real to you, but you're just going to do it anyway. There is so much power in that. There is so much power in that. And I just really want you to realize today how much power you have because your decision is like a superpower that most of you aren't using. So decide today. Decide something. You know, we've got the new year coming up. This year is practically over, which is crazy. But in a couple weeks, it's going to be January, you know. What are you deciding for yourself? It's a really good time to reflect, to reflect on what's happened this past year, to reflect on who you were and decide who you need to be to achieve what you want in this next year. You don't have to wait for the new year. You can just decide now, today. So that's your homework. Decide. Decide who you need to be. Decide what you want to accomplish and decide not to give up until it's done. Okay, that's going to be it for me today, loves. I hope that you enjoyed this. If you did, please let me know that you're listening. Go ahead, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram at Miss MS Kelly Kristen. You can also catch me at Woman Unleash Podcast. And I love you guys so much, and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, sister. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you know another woman that needs to hear this message, I ask that you please share it. And if you absolutely loved what you heard today, I would so appreciate if you could leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes as it helps us to spread the message and grow the community. And that is our number one goal. So if you have not already, join us in the Woman Unleashed Collective on Facebook. This is a safe sisterhood to connect with like-minded women and get all the support you need in your journey to live life unleashed. Until next time, sisters, live life a little more boldly and create some magic.